Welcome back to Round Eye the Podcast as we're talking Cyhawk talk today with Steve Pilchin. How you doing, Round Guy? I'm tickled to talk with you, Dave Johnson. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, you're a legend in your spare time. I am. So how did, uh, looks like double wins, huh? And that makes it a good weekend for me. Yeah. I always like it when the Hawks and the Cyclones win. So, uh, looked like the defense was the key to the win there for the Hawkeyes. Yeah. Yeah. Although you got to score or, uh, you can't win. So, uh, how'd the game play out? Well, the first half was in question. The Hawkeyes, uh, gosh, let's see. I think they were, uh, they might have been down at the half. Looks like 14 to 6. Yeah, the, uh, Nebraska was playing them tough, and, and Iowa didn't seem to be getting any breaks. You know, there weren't, uh, there weren't many turnovers uh, until the second half, but but uh, Nebraska was playing well enough. I thought they were going to hang in there and upset the Hawks. But they did not stay consistent. And it was uh, touch and go until the second half turned around. A momentum shift towards Iowa. They, they uh, picked up and capitalized on, uh, on several turnovers and played just well enough to beat the Huskers. So uh, it would have been tough. Had they not done so, uh, I got some friends of mine here in the area that are big Husker fans, so I'm sure they're a little disappointed. But uh, Iowa has got more obnoxious fans than any any team I know of. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it wouldn't have broke my heart if they'd have lost to Nebraska. But it's uh, it's like they said, always better for me when both our teams win. And that's what happened. Uh, you want to go into the Cyclones game now? I I sure do. That one just ended a little bit ago. Boy, they really uh, they ran it up. I mean, in the beginning, there was a chance that uh, TCU uh, was was going to capitalize on some turnovers or things that didn't work out uh, for Iowa State. But then, you know, they uh, they poured it on. The Cyclones came together that Brees Hall is, you know, there's a, a question as to whether or not, you know, he's going to come back and play his senior year. He played well enough today, broke an NCAA record of uh, rushing touchdowns. And and uh, certainly made people away. He scored four touchdowns in the game, all on the ground, and and he opened some eyes of some uh, scouts that may not have uh, paid attention to him that well, you know, for the better part of the season. But they certainly can't overlook him now. He is a a uh, force to be reckoned with, and and I would think that if he declared himself eligible, that he would be drafted. I don't know. Uh, you know, he's one of the top rushers in the country as things finished out. So I would think if there's a ball club that needs a running back, that they'd give him some consideration. 
but as I said, I don't know what round he'd be drafted in, you know, or what number, but it's just, if he were to want to, I think he, he could uh, write his own meal ticket. You know, I, I would love to see him come back, and I'm sure Matt Campbell would love to have him back. I think the Iowa State uh, fans would love to see him back. And if he did come back, you know, he'd set records, I think, for Iowa State and, and the conference uh, that, that would, uh, you know, take years to break. You know, he's just that talented. But, uh, you know, it's just dependent upon what he and his family decide is best for him. You know, running backs uh, longevity, you know, they're not, they're not able to stay healthy, uh, you know, for too long. And so there'd be a fear of him getting hurt next year if he came back. Uh, so, you know, that's a flip of the coin. We'll have to wait and see what he decides. But I'd, I'd sure love to have him back. You know, if he came back and he had a, a better season than he did this year, it'd be hard to uh, imagine that he could, but he sure could. You know, he might pick up some Heisman votes and, and uh, have a better year. And then, and then uh, uh, ensure that he would be drafted even higher and therefore able to generate more uh, of a signing bonus and a contract, that kind of thing. So, so it's, uh, it's up in the air. I know that, that uh, Iowa State's probably got a bowl game here in their sights. Well, it just depends on which one. So he's got another chance to, to – uh, uh, make himself seen and and uh, get more credit uh, credit uh, for, for his ability and it's just uh, it's just a, a good season for Iowa State because you know any kind of postseason play they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have more visibility and hopefully that results in some uh, some kids signing you know with the cyclones to help ensure that they're carrying on their winning ways. So there's a lot of things going on here now, and, and it'll be interesting to sit back and see how all of that plays out. Well, let's talk a little bit about the bowl games or how these playoffs uh, is going to – Iowa State looks like they finished fourth. Uh, they're seven and five. They were almost unbeatable at home, but they struggled on the road this year. Yep. But, they had a pretty tough schedule. I'm pretty pleased with how they turned out. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the expectations were, but had a win. Well, I think the expectations were they might have had another win or two. Uh, but they, like all teams do, you know, they, they may have come out on the losing end of a game or two that they probably should have won. But but uh, seven and five is is decent. It it gets them uh, to a decent bowl game. Iowa State fans travel well. They'll they'll be uh, attending the bowl game wherever it's at. I'm sure. And I just like uh, the visibility that's going to get them. And and uh, uh, you know it's just and the same with Iowa. Iowa ends up ten and two. Yeah. Uh, you can't argue with that. They also um, finished first in the, in the... Iowa fans that still want, you know, Ferris to be replaced. But but that's uh, that, that's something, you know, Hawk fans are, are pretty fickle. They're going to uh, 
you know, they're going to complain. You know, they got to go undefeated, and even then they're going to have Hawk fans that are going to take issue with how they played and whether or not Farron should be replaced. You know, that's that just comes with the territory. So, so. I will finish this first in the West. Will, will they have to play uh, Ohio State in the playoff? Well, I, I think the way I looked at it, uh, uh, Minnesota's got to beat Wisconsin, right, before they – before they win that conference, the West. Well, well. Am I looking at that right, or am I am I uh, wrong? Well, they would both be seven and two. Uh, did Wisconsin beat Iowa? I uh, I I think they did. Did they? Well, then uh, maybe they won't. Then, but it just shows it here because I guess because they won today that they was. And so you're saying Wisconsin plays tomorrow then, huh? Wisconsin and Minnesota play tomorrow, correct. Right. Well, we'll get bowl games either way. I don't think it's any prize to have to play an extra game against Ohio State. Uh, Iowa travels better than any college in the country, I think. I can I can give you an example of that. Of course, this was long, uh, long ago, and it was – a long time since Iowa had had traveled in the postseason. There was uh, in '82 when the Hawks went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I went out to that, and and uh, my wife was with me. And and uh, as we were going into the Rose Bowl, she said, "Oh, we ought to get a." program or two and a yearbook and a banner and a this and that, you know, in the way of souvenirs. And I said, well, and I remember saying this just like it was an hour ago. I said, honey, let's not buy all that stuff now. I said, we'll have to lug it around and hang on to it the whole game. I said, let's wait till halftime or after the game or, you know, then, then, uh, then buy all that stuff. So as the game ended, and it was uh, Washington beat Iowa, beat us up pretty good. So on the way out, I said, well, all right, let's get some of these souvenirs now. And we went up to two or three different souvenir stands and looking for the programs and the banners and this, that, whatever. And and the guy behind the, the, the uh, stand said, Anything that said Iowa on it, we sold was sold out by halftime. So I looked at him. I said, "Well, maybe I sh- should have. We should have listened to you." But that's uh, that's how popular uh, the fans are that support Iowa. You know, they just said nothing. You know, nothing still was available that said Iowa on it at all. So, and and that. Back then, let's see, later that year was the Peach Bowl. And, you know, Iowa since then has kind of turned it around, and they're, you know, pretty busy postseason. They've, they've been fortunate to, to win out and and travel to a lot of different places. And and like I said, the, the city that hosts whatever bowl game they go to, they're thrilled because Iowans show up there and, and – uh, buy up everything. They spend a lot of money wherever they go. So the Hawks will be uh, doing that again. 
to do it. They've been to some bowl games here previously, and so Cyclone fans are getting used to traveling uh, and rooting for the Cyclones uh, postseason. So, so it's going to be both for uh, both teams. It's going to be good for both teams. Give the farmers a little downtime to get away and get somewhere warm for a few days. That's that's how each uh, college uh, look at it. You know, they they uh, if they don't like that one over in New York City, that pinstripe bowl, they, because uh, you know there they're going to be cold. But but if they go down south or out west, Cyclone and Hawk fans are going to really enjoy it. There's going to be a lot of attendance there. Isn't and you're right; pin- they're going to enjoy the warm weather. Is the pinstripe bowl at the Yankee Stadium though? But what's that? Isn't that at Yankee Stadium? The pinstripe bowl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The house that Derek Jeter built. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be fun to play in. Well, not when it's forty below, but but uh, otherwise it would be. Yeah. Just uh, this the field would be a good one. What's yeah. some of the best bowls you've ever been to? Or what is it, places, destinations that you got to go to that you enjoyed? Uh, well, the Rose Bowl there in uh, 82 was, I think that's the, uh, I, I was I was in uh, Phoenix for a bowl, Iowa State, one of their uh, uh, bowl games. Uh, and I was in, in, uh, uh, let's see. I was in Phoenix for a Hawkeye Bowl game too. Although I, I, I'm getting old enough here, Dave, I don't remember the years. But yeah. but I remember I remember Iowa State. I thought lost Iowa won, and of course Iowa lost the Rose Bowl in '82. And they've been back there since then. It's just I hadn't been fortunate enough to to be able to, to attend. Yeah. So, it's more bowl games than I've been to. Well, well are, you hap- are you happy with the season? I think so. I, I would have liked to have seen Iowa State win a couple of games that they probably should have won, but they they got beat. Uh, Iowa at 10-2, and two, you know, there's some games there they probably wish they had another chance to play. Um uh, but but I don't think you can argue too bad at ten and two. I so wouldn't. I I think I think both teams represented themselves pretty well. Uh, Iowa State's losing a lot of seniors. We already talked about Brees Hall maybe not coming back. But if, if he did, then and I think Iowa State's uh, you know prediction for how well they're going to do would be better than if he decides to go into the draft. And Iowa, of course, is is uh, uh, going to lose a few people, but but I think you know they're generally pretty good with you know who they sign and and uh, how well the, those kids perform. So I don't think you're going to be down too many kids uh, after graduation there at, at Iowa City. You know you're losing uh, you know the All American center and that Goodson at running back. You know they'll have to replace him, and that that kid at quarterback Padilla uh, uh, to to uh, finish up his 
eligibility there. He he looks like he's he's done well the couple of games he started instead of you know the Petrus kid who was who was uh, hurt. So I would think uh, the recruiting for either school should be uh, adequate enough to to keep them winning. You know, next year on down the road. How about you? You got any eligibility left? I don't have any. You can play some, you can play some football in Iowa, huh? No, I, I don't think I could play at that level. Yeah. You haven't had any contact from the coaching staff there? Nope. Oh, well. But uh, Scotty uh, Melvin and I are working on uh, something we call round guy recruitables, which are oh, pl- players that we think that uh, are – capable of playing at the next level, maybe not, maybe at Iowa, maybe at Iowa State, maybe at UNI, but maybe at Iowa Wesleyan or William Penn or Ellsworth or I don't know, you know. But any we, number of options yeah, for any number of these uh, talented high school kids. Well, we, we thought if saw, we could uh, uh, attach the their, their name to a rocket ship like the round guy, yeah, that maybe that could, uh, maybe some coach will catch on to him about it, you know. You never know. You never know. But we got sure got some good players, and I hope they don't get overlooked, I guess is my, my goal I'm on that I'm with you one. on that one. Well, it's been a heck of a season. Uh, we'll have to do this when we find out what the bowl games are. But uh, uh, you got anything before we wrap it up? Well, I, I, uh, I want to put this thought to your mind. Let's uh, – Let's devote some time to a a, a podcast where we talk about our favorite Christmas movie. Oh, okay. I'm I'm for uh, sure with that. I've got a lot of them. Yeah, I've got some that I I find pretty traditional. I'd like to talk with you about them. Yeah, I'd like to do one. uh, We'll do one about the holidays coming up here. Yeah, yeah. And that we... we, uh, we just got through Thanksgiving. How was yours? Was it good? It was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. It was, you know. What made it so amazing? Oh, the ham balls and the sweet potatoes and the pumpkin Any pie. Sweet potato pie? Yeah, I had a lot of pie. Had a boy. I had salads and had stuffing and, you know. You but, know, uh, and, and something I wanted to clear up. The last time we spoke... Uh, we talked about uh, it was on the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. Oh yeah, and and I I wanted to say a couple of things about that. I I was surprised a little bit. I looked all over the news. I looked all over the channels for any kind of a documentary to uh, uh, be done about the assassination. Didn't see any. I didn't even see any reruns of documentaries that dealt with the assassination of President Kennedy. And I'm wondering, uh, I know it was like uh, 45, 50 years ago or what have you, but I was a little surprised to not see anything on the news or in the way of of, uh, a documentary about that uh, incident. Kind of surprised me a little bit. And then uh, the last time we spoke, I mentioned uh, that if folks were interested, they could go on YouTube. And I gave the, the, the fellow's name wrong 
when I, I did so. It had been so long since I watched it on YouTube that I'd kind of forgotten it, but I watched it again the other night. Uh, uh, the fellow that has confessed to shooting, being the shooter from the grassy knoll, his name is James Files, F-I-L-E-S. Oh. I thought you said Filer last time. Yeah, I did, and I was I was wrong on that, so I wanted to correct that. Files, if you if you uh, went on YouTube and you plugged in James Filer, I think it still got you to him, but it's correct, uh, correctly spelled and pronounced Files. Well, we'll do an episode and, about that. What's that? We'll do an episode about that so it's fresh in your mind, and I'll, I'll try to watch it too, and then we'll go over it. Yeah, go to YouTube, James Files. I thought his confession seemed uh, legitimate. You know, I, I, I'm no expert at telling if somebody's lying or, or uh, telling the truth, but uh, when I watched this guy, he seemed credible. Uh, so yeah, you watch it. We'll talk about it uh, the next time we we sit down to do one of these. Well, thanks for And if for you're hearing me for the first time and you have some interest in that part of uh, history here, uh, uh, James Files F I L E S. Go ahead, check it out. And uh, I think I think you'll uh, have a new outlook as to what may have happened and how that might have played out. So, otherwise, I've got a list of um, Christmas movies that it doesn't seem like Christmas to me until I until I uh, see these movies, mm. you know? Over and over and over. I've just, you can't get enough of them. Right, and well, I want to hear your take on that as well. We'll, we'll, we'll do that right away. Anyway, th- thanks for listening to Cyhawk Talk, all, not just today, but all season long. And uh, we'll get you covered through the bowl games. Perfect. Thanks for listening.